0: Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy. Exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything, and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa miller and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium, awakening, and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. We have come together
1: uh, through meeting at a yoga studio where we just clicked our personalities, our interests, and and realized that we were passionate about holistic modalities. When I... um, do my channeling sessions, whether they be in group or in private, the intention behind it is to let people know that our loved ones continue and that we don't die, and that we're always connected within the energy. And when I say that, I mean that there's an energy language that connects everybody and everything. Your thoughts are energy, your prayers are energy, and this is something that the spirit world can hear without a medium, without somebody like me. And this energy work is consistent, even with crystals and Reiki. And mm-hmm.
0: So it's, it's funny you say that because I was literally just reading a book on Reiki because I'm in the process of creating Reiki manuals for classes here. And prana or ki or chi, whatever culture you're working with, um, that's the vital force energy. And when you have positive, uplifting, optimistic thoughts, you feel better, your energy levels are, are higher. And when they're lower, like you have negative thoughts, you have less energy, you create blockages in your physical and energetic systems. So it, it, it makes sense. Even that meshes with your experiences with energy.
1: Yes, I totally agree with that. And I could take it even a step further. Uh, Along my journey of unfolding, becoming aware of this information that I have today, um, I realized that we are physical beings and we are non-physical beings. And we are taught how to take care of this physical body by brushing your teeth, eating right, getting your preventatives from the doctor, but not too often are we taught about our non-physical bodies. And just as you can collect a cold from one person to another, you can collect the debris of another person's emotions. Whether they're having a bad day or you walk into an environment where people are scared, you can sense it and you can feel it. If you were happy before and you're feeling really good, all of a sudden you start to feel tired and thick You've collected someone else's debris. I say
0: they threw up all over you. Well, girlfriend, that has been the biggest part of my life right there (laughs) without me even knowing it was happening. See? Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do about it? Did you know what to do about it when it was happening? I was so lucky that I had some amazing mentors that kind of led me initially on my path The biggest thing for me is I had horses at the time, so I spent a lot of time outside. It helped with the grounding and the meditation type practice, but it took me a little bit to figure out how to manage my own energy and what to do about everybody else's gunk. Right.
1: And it's true. I mean, initially, when I was channeling, I went and also to see another medium who told me at the time I needed to take care of my energy. And she advised me to take a salt bath and she told me what to put into it. And the main ingredient, of course, is the intention that you're gonna clean your body and clean your aura and clean your chakras. And I thought she was nuts. And I said, you're telling me to make a soup of myself. And I, I just laughed it off. But then working in the energies of other people and in the public, and of course, with the spirit realm, I started to feel the thickness that she described. So I started to do the salt bath with the intention and it made a world of difference. Now, was it the bath? Was it the intention? It really doesn't matter, you know, but it works.
0: So, here in the shop, one of the things that I tell people is that intention is like 99% of what we do.
1: Amen. <laughs> That's the truth.
0: <laughs> it, it is. And whether it's a positive one or a much lower vibe, that's what what that's what gets the job done. I mean,
1: even saging, you know, you can light the sage stick and just go around the house with the, the smoke. It's not going to do anything unless you have the intention of clearing that vibration and thickness that's in your house.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And then you feel it. Like, you could try this on yourself at home. You can go into your home and feel how it feels and just be aware and then do the practice of the intention and the sage and then check in again to see how it feels.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you have pets, to watch how your pets react. Because pets are so in tune with energy of the environment, of you, especially you. Um, Yeah, all you have to do is watch. They're so intuitive because they
1: haven't learned not to. Just like children are intuitive.
0: Until they learn not to. Until they
1: learn not to. Exactly. (laughs) And our pets pick us just as much as we pick them.
0: Our little soul babies Oh my goodness, yes. Love them. Yes. I don't know what I would do without them. They've taught me so many lessons in my life. So you work as a psychic medium. I'm a Reiki master. I also have been being taught by my spirit guides how to communicate with animals. So my spirit guides have been teaching me primarily with wild animals, snakes, rats, squirrels, that kind of thing. spiders, (laughs) but my animals, whether it's my cats, my horse, they have been communicating with me all the time. And why I bring this up is it's the same kind of energy.
1: Yes, absolutely. It is the same energy because we're all connected within that same source. That's what Mm -hmm. makes it all come together. For example... When I channel, I have learned to quiet my mind through a practice of prayer and meditation to launch my energy up. Other modalities, like a good friend of mine who co-authored a book with me, Dr. Kimberly Friedman, she does past life regression hypnotherapy, so she would lead a whole group of people into a guided meditation by quieting their mind through this guided meditation to have a connection, release a memory, and have a healing take place. When I channel, I quiet my mind, I launch my energy up, I make the connection, communication happens, and a healing takes place. So what is the common denominator here? The common denominator is the platform of the quiet mind. And the other thing is that stream of life force, universal energy that's of goodness and light. The same energy that you would find that you spoke about earlier with your Reiki, with your Chi, with your Prana, that is the same force of energy. And I believe from doing this work and the communications that I've received, this is part of everybody and everything. A little bit of that is within each and every one of us, even our fur babies. And I believe that there is a symbolic energy language that connects
0: everybody and everything. Okay, so I have a question for you, Lisa. When you talk about a symbolic energy language... Can you give us a little more information? Because yes. you refer to that an awful lot?
1: I know I do. and that's a, I'm glad that you asked that question. thank you. Um, and I can refer to it through my own experience. When I channel, the symbolic energy language is made up of all of our senses. So it's things that you smell, taste, touch, all of that. Plus spirit will use the database of memories of things that I've had happen to me in this lifetime depict an image, and then sometimes I relay that to my clients and it is meaningful to them of something going on in their life today. But with the same thought process, with this language of these tools of of vibration, it could be a block of thought. Spirit may give us a block of thought. Now I have to interpret that into words that we speak in our English language um, or in any language. So you're taking a vibration and you're turning it into words that will be communicated to others that they will understand. Um, And this is where sometimes it goes into a little difficulty with talking about relationships. For example, if I have a mother figure in information and I give you the information, the information rings true, but you say your mom is here. It could mean that it was coming from a grandmother, a mother-in-law, a stepmother, or someone that just loved you like a mother. It's that feeling of mother. So your feelings become a big part of this symbolic energy line.
0: Okay. So as you're talking, I am also hearing that you use your psychic senses, what I would call psychic senses, intuition. So that's your physical and non-physical seeing, your physical and non-physical smelling, Tasting, hearing, knowing the blending of the two, physical and the non-physical, correct? Right. So there's a lot of people that um they want to say I'm practicing mediumship or I'm practicing my psychic or intuitive skills, but as we've talked before they're kind of all the same thing. It so, comes from the same source. So we're just coming all the way back full circle that the way you communicate using the symbolic energy language are the same skills that we use all the time. I agree
1: with that. And I can explain it a little bit like this. Um, when we make a connection, it's kind of like a tuning a radio okay to the radio waves Mm -hmm. and it has to be that connection to make that vibration and an interpretation my theory on this is that everybody has their own individual vibration that they're receiving it and interpreting it in their own modality so for example, I may be using psychic ability as a child and then it will blend and it will turn into mediumship and what makes it psychic and what makes it mediumship is just the modality that you're using and in interpreting that vibration. So
0: um okay, I'm a little confused.
1: I probably didn't explain
0: it as well as I could have. So what what <laughs> I what I'm thinking and you tell me if I'm on the right path here. Okay. So we have these senses, physical and non-physical, that we use to interpret information. When I'm doing it in a psychic way, I'm basically reading the energy that is around you, in you, like your aura, your chakras, whatever like spirit guides are giving me kind of thing. But when I go into a mediumship realm, this is where my receiver tunes a little bit differently. Well, it's connecting to spirit on the other side. So you
1: could be reading the energy of the room. Mm -hmm. You could be reading the energy of the client. And Mm -hmm. then you're receiving messages from beyond with their relatives and their loved ones. It is the same language that's used. It's just a different vibration, a different touch.
0: Okay. So instead of tuning into you, I'm tuning into them up there or next
1: to me. Well, here's the thing, though. You're, You're... talking like it has physical form spirit has no physical form so they're multi-dimensional and they can be in many places at once so we really can't say that it's here or it's there because
0: it's everywhere so i guess what my reference is to is here or there is vibration
1: vibration yes so the vibration is where the connection we got souls in the room all over the place <laughs> i'm loving it <laughs> someone
0: just comes to visit <laughs> So actually, that brings up another entirely different topic about when this energy is tapped into and when it's not tapped into, whether you have office hours or whether spirits bother you all the time. (laughs) Right. And and I know because we're in we're we're here at the shop at the Violet Butterfly and the environment is super conducive to spirits and angels and fairies. and, And
1: but this is where the practice comes in. And I, I have written the second book about spiritual guidance, trusting the voice within, and it's all about how you connect to your to your inner self, to your spirit guide, and create your practice. There's a whole chapter on maintenance and on tools, but what I'm getting at and how that relates to this conversation is that in my specific instance, I was getting impromptu visits while I was at work, in the corporate environment, while I was at home, and I needed to create a boundary, and in order to create the boundary, I meditated at least every day for 10 minutes and allowed spirit to have that time to connect with me, and that's where they did, and that's where they wrote the first book with me. It was during that time, and I'm telling you now, I was a very busy woman. I'm I'm older now, so my kids are grown, but at that time, I had three kids I was raising, corporate environment, working mom, wife, I mean, busy. I had to wake up at five, so I'd have peace and quiet to myself.
0: <laughs> so that will lead us into another whole discussion for another podcast, because I know that's a big concern of people, mm-hmm. that once I open up my gifts at what whatever level, whether it's psychic or mediumship or even Reiki, because that blends it all together, How do I not have these random visitations that are sometimes shocking and disturbing only because we don't understand what's happening? I want to make sure that sometime in the future we are totally going to discuss this topic. We will because it's a very big passion of mine, and I call it journey surfing. Journey surfing. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because the earth within us is always moving and changing. Our environment is always changing. And every day we have to check on our balance. And I call it journey surfing because every day got to check your balance.
0: <clears throat> okay. So you and I have <laughs> talked about how different we are. Um, being a sensitive, it's not on a daily basis. It could literally be on a minute to five-minute basis of Where am I and where do I need to check myself? Right. So that is another topic. But all of these things that we're talking about, we could talk for hours on a particular topic. We want to show that though this energy is one and the two of us have completely different experiences and different perspectives, it's just what our experience and our perspectives are. And that's very true.
1: I personally am excited that this podcast exists. Finally. Because (laughs) 60 years ago when I was an intuitive child, they didn't have anything like this. People didn't talk about it. And I love to share my experiences. Not only does it make me feel good to be able to do so, but I feel like I'm helping other people who may have been having the same situation and they don't have to feel like they're alone.
0: Right. Well, and... I'm not quite your age. I'm a little bit younger. Um, But when I was growing up, I was just told all the time, you're just too sensitive. Why are you being so sensitive? Don't be so sensitive. So one of my missions is to show people that being sensitive is a superpower. It can be my kryptonite, as it can be all of our kryptonite but we just need to learn how to bring ourselves into balance. And it is a very much a practice. All right. So I think we've pretty much told you why we're here. We're here because we want to share with you our different, different perspectives on this one energy. And we've titled our podcast cultivating authentic universal energy so that it's as inclusive of different perspectives and different modalities as we can come up with
1: and when you grow it you nurture it just like you would nurture a flower that you're planting a seed you're going to nurture it and allow it to grow
0: thank you for listening we'd love to hear from you about your experiences leave us a comment below you can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the2communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at thevioletbutterflymhc.com, including the online store.